sign of weakness. Always go for the throw. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you... Investor's Edge with Gary Kulpom. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kulpom. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulpom, your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is Wednesday, May 22nd, 2019. Hope you're having a good day. We're here to talk about everything. And I mean everything. We'll do markets. The things that affect the markets. The maniacs. And I'm being kind when I use the word maniacs. That affecting the markets out of that little place on the East Coast. Called the District of Columbia. We have lots of news. Lots of earnings news. Lots of movers. And all that crap. But before we get going... If you do not get the show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Or go to Twitter at Gary Kalpom. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary. Articles we post. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, we'd like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes. Or email service one month free. Email service one month free. It's called convictionleaders.com right there. GaryK.com. Check it out. As I have told you many years ago, we had a segue. We segued on this show. We used to do one-hour nonstop markets. And I would listen back to the show, and I was like, okay. But there are other things going on in the world that were affecting markets, so we added. And then as we headed into 06, 07, we got real worried about housing and credit bubble. We started talking about more of them. To where we're pretty much whatever we need to do on a daily basis. Some days more, some days less, some days less, some days more. Whatever counts, whatever matters, we will do. As you know, we believe the central banks shape things. The people in Washington, D.C. shapes things. From the president on down. And they're moving the jello on the plate like we've never seen before. So we'll keep covering them. We must. But a few things sticking out like sore thumbs today in the market that I just want to get right into. Are you ready? Lowe's. L-O-W. Down $13.16 today to $97.94. Volume was a good more than five times average. Lowe's. Bad numbers. That's all. Bad numbers. Affected Home Depot a little bit, which was down two and a half bucks to 188.91. And I bring up Lowe's because also Nordstrom's down another three and a half to 34.35. The stock was at a new yearly high in November at 67 and three quarters. It's been cut in half. Or Urban Outfitters hit a high of 52 and a half last August. It's 24.30 today, down about 10 percent today on their earnings. Or yesterday, Kohl's. Gaps down was 83 bucks in November. Is now 53 and change. Gap down big time yesterday. Sales drop, earnings drop, and then we can just go through a litany of names in retail. Gap stores 34 bucks 11 months ago. It's 21 today. L Brands 38 bucks in November. Is 21 and change today. Huh? Huh? 
How about Dillard's? Was 99 bucks 11 months ago? It's 56 today. You catching the drift? We've been advocating, except for a select few names in the big box retailers or whatever they call them, bricks and mortar, that you avoid. Most of them have been in bear markets for a while. GameStop was 17 bucks in January. It's $7.90 today. 21% drop in earnings, 8% drop in revenue. Restoration Hardware, 157 in March. It's 91 today. So we just need to bring that up to you. Now this talk that a lot of this now has to do with tariffs. Eh, excuse, excuse, excuse. Dress Barn, shutting all 650 of their stores, going out of business. That was announced yesterday. The one bright note today was Target was up $5.60 today to 77.5. They actually had a little bit of an acceleration of sales and earnings. Nothing spectacular, but definitely better. We would just be very picky and very choosy. Macy's, 42 bucks 10 months ago. It's 21.85 today. Earnings drop of 19%. Revenue drop last two quarters. Last three out of four quarters on Macy's. So we just hope you're listening on that. There are bull and bear markets side by side in this market. And if you are not careful, you're cheesed. You're absolutely cheesed. Or I can tell you about American Eagle Outfitter 30, 10 months ago. is now 18 and three quarters. How about Children's Place was 160 in November. It's 103 today. Earnings down 81%. Revenues down 5%. Boy, that's a big drop. Some of the dollar stores are doing okay. Some of the discount retailers are doing okay. But just making a point. I'm making a very important point. And when we tell you to avoid certain areas, it's not based on opinion, it's based on price action. And man, oh man, oh man, how things have changed with these retailers. There have been more closures this year than last year, and we're not into June yet. They call it the retail apocalypse. We suspect there's a lot more to come. There's no Radio Shack anymore. There's no Circuit City anymore. There's no Sports Authority anymore. I can go through a litany of names. A litany of names. Bed Bath & Beyond topped out in March of 15 at 80. It's 14. Nothing but earnings per share drops over the last uh, 10, 11, 12 quarters. Would not want to be in their shoes. You know a name that's held up pretty well is Best Buy. Though they had a 4% sales drop last quarter, and they do report tomorrow. So that's a little bit of retail for you. And of course, we know what some of the issues are. Major, 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 major online presence. That's why Walmart bought Jet.com. Must compete. Or die. Same things happened in supermarket chains. Kroger, 32 down to 24 in the last 10 months. Earnings down 13, revenues down 9. Yikes. Up next, full market wrap. Lots more to cover. Thanks for being here.
This is the one only Inductor said. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kaltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. By the way, I had Toronto against Milwaukee plus three at home last night, and they won by like a million. I am just kicking rear end in basketball. Wow. And all I'm doing is using my Super Bowl winnings. If it ever goes to zero, I'm done. If it keeps going up, terrific. Yay. Market Wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market. with proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Dow down 100. S&P down 8. NASDAQ 34. NASDAQ 130. SOX down almost 30. Transport's down another juicy 177. Advanced declines 13.22 on the New York, 11.20 on the NASDAQ. Remember, weeks ago, I told you that we think the AD had topped out for now. And we explained to you we were having days where 20 up, 10 down. Well, then all of a sudden 17, 13, 15. That's what we meant. And now it's been worsening. The good news is there's still a decent amount of names working very well, just fewer and fewer names on a daily basis. And how do we know? 13 up, 22 down on the New York. 11 up, 20 down on the NASDAQ. Simplistic. Semiconductors were down 29, but a bunch of that was Qualcomm down 8.5. Antitrust stuff. The Broadcom down six, ASML Holdings down two, a few others got hit. Not a very good day for the semis in the Dow today. Boeing down six, Apple down almost four, maybe China-related. Goldman Sachs down three and a half, Home Depot two and a half, that was Lowe's. On the upside, Coke, Merck, dollar each, 3M2 and change, Walmart up a stick. What else is sticking out that I think you should know about? Tesla down another 12. We were asked about Tesla originally on Varney's show on Fox Business around 360. That's when I was really worried about the inconsistency we were getting out of Elon Musk. We've been telling you all the way around, avoid Tesla. Yes, avoid. Or avoid. 192 and change. Remember the line we used? If they were selling steel pipes, stock would be 50 bucks. This is getting real ugly. And just remember... Growth funds have been overloaded with the stocks, and you know what happens when things go wrong. Everybody jump and ship at once. And again, there's absolutely no reason to trust anything that comes out of Elon Musk's mouth right now. The only thing consistent about him is his inconsistency. Boeing, down six today, and we'll just stick with our mantra right now. Yeah, can, you can buy it and it can go up some, or you can buy it and it can go down some. We just think Boeing stock is in a bear market right now. And we know it's news-driven and it's very newsy. All we can tell you is the stock remains in a bear market. And yes, they've jumped on it when some supposed good news would come out. They'd sell it right back down. Our worries remain. Litigation costs. Time. Cancellation of orders. More time. Overhypeness. Trust. So we're avoiding uh, Boeing right now. Apple. As we mentioned, down to the 380 today. There's only one thing I care about with Apple. It's trading below the 50-day moving average and trading below the 200-day moving average. Volume patterns have turned negative. And that's it. If that changes, we'll let you know. And we told you. We were like weirded out. In late January, they reported earnings. They were terrible. Not only were they terrible, guidance was even worse. Stock gapped up, kept going. 
kept going, kept going, kept going. And then this latest earnings report, which was terrible, gaps up, gets distributed, and we've gone straight down ever since. Now, whether or not it's China, I don't know, beats the heck out of me. We're just price, baby. Price and volume, not very good on Apple. Oils. Uh, looks like they're breaking down out of a bearish flag here after dropping heavily. And we would avoid them. All of them. Just about. Just about. There's maybe one or two we saw that look strong. We wouldn't trust them. Stay away from oils. And we have been telling you about that CLR where the CEO keeps buying in, but stock's acting poorly. Commodity stocks. We'd avoid them. We'd avoid them. Especially the steel. U.S. Steel, since Trump's wonderful tariffs, at 39 down to 14 in the last year. Yay. Yay. But don't worry, uh, the tariffs are working. Okay. If you all say so, price first, all else second. Every major index, trading below the 50-day moving average. Between the 50 and the 200, all of them. That will need to change to resume the uptrend, or an uptrend. Market cannot go up and be in an uptrend if it's trading below the 50-day moving average. Just You need to know that. You need to know that. If that changes, we'll let you know. The semiconductor index. Pretty much acting like the uh, Mets. Uh, nah, the Knicks. Mets aren't as bad as the Knicks. And it seems it just keeps getting kicked, boom, boom. Today was Qualcomm. But that is one good-looking Eiffel Tower from uh, March to the highs in late April, coming down in recent few weeks. We avoid the semiconductors. Have you noticed a little pattern here, kids? China ADRs, China names. We avoid them still. Alibaba, for lack of a better way of putting it, it just crashed. 196 to 159. In uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 trading days. Avoid China. Up next, what else? And what happened in Washington today? I'm Gary. This is the one who invested that. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. You gotta be big with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coldbaum. I highly recommend it. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. Once again, to Investor's Edge, thanks for being with us today. Uh, as we mentioned, the Chinese ADRs just all getting mauled. Mauled. And if you look at the FXI, you can see what it's done over the last few weeks. Not a pretty sight. And then there are absolute disasters like Baidu that's gone from 270 to 118. I mentioned Alibaba. And when you have a chance, just go through a bunch of names. WB 112 to 51. Weibo, 112 to 51 in the last year. Social media type stuff. Wow. Symbol YY, 125 to 67. Social media in China. I can go through a bunch of them, but for brevity, we won't do any others. The financials. For lack of a better word, this comatose. Not really working against you, not working for you but have had some distribution over the last couple of weeks. Not all, some worse than others. 
like Wells Fargo's down there in New Yearly Lows, and that they have their own little issues. But for the most part, probably want to avoid financials. So, Gary, what the hell do we buy? I don't know. In the Dow, DuPont. It's had like a mini crash recently, and in the last eight months, 48 to 31. Intel, 60 to 44 in the last few weeks. Call it what you want. 3M. While it did bounce today, uh, 220 closed at 169 today. I do want to say, 3M finally got some insider buying after this little meltdown. But I must tell you, small amounts. Too embarrassing to even mention. But at least somebody's doing a little bit of buying. You already know about Boeing. Apple's under pressure now. So just realize... That exercise I do with you guys, you know, if 100 stocks are in an uptrend and zero in a downtrend, then it's 90, 10, 80, 20, more headwinds. You got a bunch of that going on the last few weeks. You know, I keep these lists. And there's not a day that goes by where I pretty much can cross off a name. Oops, that broke. Oops, that broke. Oops, that broke. I have it here in front of me. NXP Semiconductor, ADCO, Trimble Navigation, Rogers Corp, United Rentals, Hasbro. Again, fewer and fewer, less and less, narrower and narrower market that we're in. If it starts to change, we'll let you know. IPOs. Lyft was up two and change today, 50, almost 58 bucks. Remember, $72 IPO opened at 87. Uber did nothing today, down a quarter, 41 a quarter. That was a $45 IPO. But here's an interesting one. Luckin. You hear about this one? Symbol LK, Luckin Coffee. A $17 deal, they opened up at 26 on Friday. They're trying to tell you it's not a coffee company, it's a technology company, but it's a coffee company and they lose a lot of money. They opened it up at 26. I'm not making this up. What day is today? Wednesday? They opened up Friday, 26, closed it at what, 20 and a half? It's 14 and three quarters. I'm not making it up. A disaster. And it's still got a $3.5 billion market cap with a bunch of losses. But they're selling a bunch of coffee. Taking on Starbucks in China. But I'm just making a point, kids. When you're buying into IPOs, babysit them. I can name a bunch more. You know, in the last year, they brought out a bunch of crap. More biotechs with no sales. Healthcare companies with three million in sales and lose a couple of bucks. They're getting slaughtered. I've seen some go from 20 down to five bucks. So if you see excitement around anything, terrific, fine, check it out. Invest, if you, if you so choose. Put your stops in place. Put your stops in place. Because they lowered the bar once again. These Morlocks in, Wa in uh, Wall Street. Remember what I told you. If the dog crap on the ground had a bid on it, they will market it to you. And they sure have in the past. What else today? I can't help mentioning this. And you know, we do not wish anybody bad here. Even the politicians. We wish they'd all get fired. 
we don't wish bad on him. Just leave. Leave Washington uh, and, and go back. You know, you corrupted yourself. You're worth all kinds of money. You did all kinds of backwards deals or backdoor deals, and you're all rich now. Terrific. Just leave. So we don't wish anybody real ill. Just, you know, Washington, leave. Michael Avenatti. Ye have the attorney of, remember her? Stormy Daniels, the adult film actress. Well, he's been indicted on a bunch of things. Blackmail, stealing, you name it, I think he's been indicted. He just got indicted more today. He stole from Stormy Daniels. Now, remember, he came on the cable news scene because of all this. And the people of CNN and MSNBC were wetting their pants over this guy. He went on The View. They were treating him like JFK. This video, people make fun of them. And the media and stuff, they make up videos and it shows saying what a wonderful human being is. You know why he was a wonderful human being to all these people in the media? He was ripping the stuffing out of Donald Trump on a daily basis. Accusing Trump of everything under the sun. How Trump needing to go to jail and this and that. Anyway, he's indicted again. And you know what the amazing part is? He still goes on Twitter a bunch of times a day professing innocence, ripping on others. So every now and then I'll tweet back to him saying, Dude, stop worrying about other people. You're, in, you're indicted on multiple charges that can send you to jail for decades, and you're worried about everybody else. He don't, he don't pay attention to me. In fact, he don't listen to me. Anyway, that's Avenatti. Strange bedfellows, may I say. And then some other stuff in Washington today. Uh, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer were supposed to meet with... Um, the president, but before that happened, Nancy Pelosi decided to go out and basically uh, accuse President Trump of a felony. A felony. Covering up. That's what she's accused him of. So she walks into Trump, and Trump within two minutes says, get lost, I'm out of here. You're not going to do that. You're not going to set me up like this, blah, blah, blah. So Pelosi and Schumer go out, and they rip on Trump, saying he's the one who stormed out. Da, 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 da. You know, I've been ripping Trump plenty here recently. This one ain't on him. This was a setup by Pelosi, and I believe what's going on. Listen carefully. This is from your uh, handsman buff toast, Gary. I believe she has felt enough pressure from her party about her saying we should take our time on impeachment, and I think she did the 180. And I am pretty sure, mark this down. Mark this down. I give it 60 days. Within 60 days, the Democrats in the House will start impeachment. We call them proceedings. Seriously. And what does that mean to you? And Marcus, that's up next on this one only investment day. You're listening to. What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. And welcome again to Investor's Edge. So, as we were saying, uh, we think the Democrats are going to go and do impeachment proceedings. Now, when you have a chance, go look that up. And what that means. First off, he will never be removed from office because you got to have two-thirds of the votes in the Senate, so it ain't going to happen. So the question is asked, why would the Democrats do this? They are now saying, well, it's our constitutional this, that, and the other thing, and we have to. Because what the president did was, I guess they use the terms high crimes and misdemeanor. They are claiming that the president obstructed justice. And we're not going to get into that minutia, but... How do I put this? Snatching the feet from the jaws of victory? You know, life is about choices, and life is about learning, and life is about precedent, and learning from precedent. And one great precedent was uh, back with uh, Bill Clinton and the Republicans. Republicans got smeared 
after they went after Bill Clinton. And Bill Clinton was never removed from office, even though we really thought he was going to... I still remember there was like a 10-day window where everybody thought he was going to resign. But he didn't. And the Republicans got whooped and Gingrich was out. I remember it like it yesterday. So what gives with the Democrats? I don't know. But I'll tell you what will happen. Listen carefully. They're going to turn Trump into the victim. They're going to turn Trump into the victim. It's a huge mistake. By the way, I am not making a comment on whether Trump obstructed justice or not. We're talking politics now and how it's going to affect markets and the economy. Well, number one, if they do the proceedings, the impeachment, there will be nothing else. There will be no other legislation, not a damn thing, because this will take up all the room. It will take up all day in the media. They'll be running specials on it. You name it, they're going to do it, and nothing's going to get done. I'm not so sure that's a bad thing. But I don't believe it's a good thing. So we'll see how it plays out. I think uh, Pelosi today did the telegraphing. I think she had 30 or 40 people in her party just ripping out of shreds. Now, how would that affect markets? Well, we're in kind of like a little turf war with China right now. If that don't get fixed, all bets are off. Leave no doubt that this slump in China and all these Chinese ADRs, part of it is the China. The semiconductors, a lot of it's China. More weakness in Boeing and Caterpillar and potential pawns, China. There's a reason why sneaker companies and shoe companies have been visiting the White House begging the president, don't do it. It's going to kill our business. Just realize how it works. If you put a tariff on this stuff coming here, it costs here whatever the percentage of that tariff is, which is a tax on the company, which most often gets passed on to the consumer. In other words, a tax hike. Now, the Trumpsters come out and say, well, we have to. What else are we going to do? Well, you know what I've been saying all along? All along, I've been saying tariffs suck. And they ain't going to work. China ain't going to go for this. They're going to dig their heels in and shoot the middle finger back. That's what we've been telling you. And guess what? It's exactly what's going on. We are now in worse position negotiating with China than we have throughout this whole thing. And now it's turning into a Brexit. You know that Brexit thing, which is now almost three years in June. Another scam. Imagine the people vote to leave the European Union and three years later, nothing done. Scam. An amazing thing is Theresa May still in, as a job in England. Wow, that's amazing. And lastly, in my political hell, back and forth and back and forth and back and forth on government spending and what else is next and another government shutdown. And I, I just, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I've been keeping notes for years. Notes. Notes for my show. Notes on my thoughts. I may have to put them together in a book because I wonder if we, if we got the countdown going now. You know, back in 06 and 07, we were made fun of by saying there was a housing bubble and a credit bubble and let's hope it doesn't get blasted. And we didn't know what kind of disaster was lying in front of us. We just knew what was going on. And we even told you on this show, we had a very close friend that didn't have even 10 grand in the bank. Bought a place in Boca for two fifty. They gave him a mortgage for two seventy five, let him pocket twenty five, which by the way is just plain debt, and didn't care that he had less than ten grand in the bank and couldn't afford it. We knew something was up. We just didn't know how rampant it was and how big it was. 
Well, fast forward now. 22 trillion of debt. Trillion dollar yearly deficits. Over 500 billion of our tax dollars going towards interest every year. And nobody doing a damn thing about it. Including the Republicans, which includes Trump and Ryan McConnell, who raised federal spending 250 billion a year in tonight. Oh, but it's for the de- Defense Department. Oh, defense. If you go look how much Defense Department's got through the years. Have a great evening. Drive carefully when you get home. Do like we do. Simple procedure. Make sure you hug your children. Night, night all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash S-T-O-O-L-A-N-D-E-R.